Hi. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to clarify um, what I was speaking of as far as the top layers that we uncover being easier. At the time, they do not feel easier. As you do the work and look back, the reason that they seem easier is it was easy to identify the problem. So the example I gave is addiction and walking into AA for the first time. The the part of it that's easy is I identified what the problem was. It was the drugs and the alcohol. That was the problem. That was the top layer that I had to peel away. So when I look at it and I can identify this is the problem, I know where to work and how to work it because there's a program built around it to help me. As we get deeper in the work, it's harder to identify what the actual root causes and that's what we're digging for where the original pain came from and the layers that we built on top of it if i could easily identify what i needed to work on today if i just needed to put something down or stop doing something it's it's the confusion of not knowing where to look and digging for it and at the same time waiting for it to come up so when i'm talking about the top layers being easier. The problem was easier to identify. And when you identify the problem, you can work on it. It's when you are emotionally confused of why you do things or how why you feel a certain way and you don't know what's causing it. That's what I mean by the, the bottom layers are more difficult and the top layers are easier. It's just an identifying what the problem is. So I'm not minimizing anyone walking into recovery, walking to AA, NA, anything like that. It is brave. It is courageous. It is difficult. It is life-changing. I would not be sitting here now speaking if I didn't walk into that room that day and had my life changed forever. So not minimizing and just wanted to clarify. So let's have at it. So a lot of people have been telling me they're finding it difficult doing the work as they dig deeper and peel away the layers. And yeah, (laughs) that's the way it works. Um, Usually the top layers are the easiest. Listen, none of it's easy, Um, but the top layers are definitely easier. You know, it's just such a complex um, system that you're brain, conscience, subconscious, um, emotions, body reaction, feeling. That's just so intertwined. Like, it's just an enigma trying to figure it all out. But it is true. The deeper you go with the work, the harder it becomes. So at the beginning, we're building up these skills um, where we get more comfortable exposing ourself to ourself you know in the beginning it's easy you walk into a room you say hi my name's joe i'm an alcoholic and everybody says hi joe and welcomes you in and you know the addiction as hard as it was entering into aa the first time um you know i look back and that was pretty much the easiest part of the journey. It, it, don't get me wrong. It was, you know, coming out of hiding, coming out of shame and walking in there and, you know, um, 
publicly acknowledging that I was powerless and I needed help was not easy because, you know, for me asking for help, I'd seriously rather just put myself on a deserted island than have to ask for help. So um, at the time, it was difficult, and I'm not minimizing that at all. But looking back now, that's easier than the work I'm doing now, where I'm at, and the depth I've gotten within myself and the layers I have peeled away. See, underneath all of it is shame, right? So shame controls all of this. And the further we go, the closer we get to that shame and that, you know, all of those layers and the confusion and everything that's intertwined, we're trying to dissect a little here and a little there. And, you know, I call them layers. You're peeling away layers, Um, layers of defensiveness, layers of protection, layers of hiding, layers of fear. You know, there's, there's different, so many different layers to this. But as you get closer to that shame, admitting to yourself, feeling those intense feelings, see all the protection that we put on top of it, so not to feel it. It was, you know, a self-preservation. It's a mechanism that just built inside of us to protect ourselves because when things had happened to us, we did not have the mental or emotional capability to deal with them. So it gets stored away somewhere inside and we adapt. We don't even learn to, we just do it. Um, It's not like I sat there and thought, okay, well, this just happened to me, so I need to do these three things so I never feel that again. It just happens. So the further we go down, the more difficult it gets because we're just getting closer to, you know, that original pain, that, that, that place where it all started, the birthplace of the layers and the defensiveness. And it was so painful and, and humiliating and degrading and shameful that, you know, we couldn't handle feeling it. So now we slowly have to go, go back to that and it will get more difficult. And, you know, you need breaks. You can't just be doing this 24 um, seven. <laughs> you know, I know um, most of us are pedaling real fast to get to it, but then we hit this wall and then You know, when you hit that wall, I think you really need to have to accept the fact that it's like, okay, I've done a lot of work. Um, It's been intense. It's been a lot of uncovering. It's a lot of just exposing myself to myself and to groups and to, um, you know, other people around you and, and just coming out of hiding. But we need a point when we need to kind of, um, regroup, you know, if we open that wound, we need to kind of let that wound heal and scar a little bit. You know what I mean? Get the, get a little bit of toughness on that wound. Get that scarring there and become comfortable with actually knowing that that wound is there consciously now. So for those of you that, you know, are telling me that you're struggling getting to the next level, next layer, uh, I get it. You know, I'm right now, I'm in the middle of this... Um, I was really comfortable with where I was and I was feeling really good. And then all of a sudden, you know, this other layer started to expose itself to me. And um, I think the key is not to get paralyzed by it, right? So I have this whole thing going on now where there's a part of me that I've never been. 
and I'm finding it very difficult to wrap my head around it and, and get a hold of my emotions and hold, you know, hold on to myself through this. And I started basically shaming myself. It's like, dude, you've been doing this a long time. What, what's the problem? Why is this taking you so off guard? It's like, I didn't know it was there. And I was feeling really good because I just came out of this other huge layer and I was just getting comfortable with not working on a layer. I was in between layers. So, you know, being kind with yourself and, and taking that break in between. And when you do get hit with it, like I got pretty, hit pretty hard. Like I couldn't believe I was just, you know, I was laying in bed. I was getting quiet within myself. And I'm like, I feel this disturbance and it's been building for days and, you know, a week or whatever it was. And I'm like, I just, uh, I'm tired of the disturbances. I just want them to go away. Like, you know, how many more layers are there? And... I stopped fighting myself and I was just like, all right, just kind of let it be and, and see where these feelings take you. And it was this big, you know, aha moment of, you know, and I don't even really like that phrase, aha moment, but there was, you know, it was just this light bulb that went on and things became clear and, you know, that's part of the process. So it becomes clear and then there's a sigh of relief and I can feel the discomfort within my body and my mind and my soul just kind of like exhale and uh, all right this is the direction we're going in this was what was shown to me this is obviously where I need to be going and whatever I just discovered completely cleared up those uncomfortable feelings that that was bothering me for for the week but then becomes the next part of that process is okay how do we now deal with this new information. And now that I know what it is, I wanted, I want to be through this yesterday. It, it just doesn't work that way. It's a lot, your skills get better at doing this. The process gets more difficult. So as you're going down, you're getting better at it. But as you're getting better at it, it feels more, diff it's more difficult. And then you start to kind of doubt yourself because it's like, you know, I kind of handled all this other stuff. Now this feels a lot harder. Your skills are better at handling it. It's just the layers do become so much more difficult. And you have to give yourself patience. And I need to learn that myself because right now I know where I'm going to come out on the other side of this. I can see it. I can feel it. But I'm stuck in it. I am going against everything that I built my life on everything that I knew to be true everything you know the identity I built and the belief system I I had built up over all these years I have to undo that and if I think that's going to be done by Thursday I'm out of my mind but I'm impatient especially how long I've been doing this like I just I want to get to the point where I feel like you know I'm sitting on the beach chair you know on the beautiful white sand beach and you know drinking like a tropical drink with a straw and umbrella. Like when does life get to that point? And the truth is it never fully gets to that point in the sense that we're never going to completely eliminate negative unwanted feelings. What we're doing is finding better ways to cope with them and not let them tear us down to the point where we're in the fetal position in the closet with a blanket over our heads. You know, it's it's never going to be the tropical island all the time. 
what we need to do is make those little tropical island moments throughout our day. And I know when you're caught up in the thick of things with work and meals and kids and, you know, yada, 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 it's like enough. Like, when do I make the, you have to make the time. You know, some people will take baths, some people will exercise, some people will read, some people will binge watch TV. Some, you know, for me, it, it's different things, different seasons. But I'm, I've learned that when I can't get up to a lake on a mountain, I will go find one in the city or out in the suburbs. Like if I can't be where I want to be to give me that feeling, you know, I don't need to drive four hours up a mountain to sit in my favorite place to get there. I can find that close to home and great. It's not a whole weekend or a whole week up there, but I'm going to give myself these 30, 45 minutes to give me a break because I'm doing this hard work and I'm unpeeling, you know, everything that has been so complex that it starts to get easier. You strip it down to these, um, to a process. And, you know, I, I, Everybody's going to have to find their own process with it. It's all the same in the sense that we have to learn how to deal with the feelings and the negative emotions and our negative thoughts and our outdated belief systems and our outdated protections and, you know, the learned helplessness. I mean, the cell door is open. We're allowed to walk out of the cell, but we're afraid to because we don't know what it's like to live outside of it. So we slowly have to move out of that and get to a point where we build up a sense of competency and and confidence with ourselves that we know what we're doing is speeding our soul. And it, you know, it doesn't look right in my family system. It doesn't look right in my friend's system. It doesn't look like, look right in society systems. But you know what? Sitting here on the side of this pond feeding ducks feels right to me right now. And this is my moment. And this is my cocktail moment, my little tropical drink moment. And I'm going to give that to myself for a little while. So we have to find the things that speak to us. You know, go in and do the hard work. But then you got you to gotta come out. You got to breathe. You got to get away. So you, it, it's working on two sides of yourself so they meet in the middle, right? You're working on this really difficult, you know, um, original pain, dark shadow work, and you're going into... But you, you can't live there, right? And then you have the other part of you that's taking you to these these great places of joy and you're figuring out who you are and what feels right and you, you're doing it alone. And a lot of this work is alone, but we're trying to bridge that divide in within us, that split within us, right? Because we were allowed to have certain emotions and we weren't allowed to have others, so we split ourselves off. And now we're, we're going between um, darkness and grandiosity. There, there's a balance. There's a place in the middle between them. When we have to go and experience these polarized opposite ends within ourselves to slowly start bringing it to the middle where they're not these huge extremes. You know, it's not this big up and this big down. It's, it, it becomes more of a ripple effect. So if you're finding it difficult where you're at, if you're finding the next layer that's coming feels impossible and you just want to isolate and, and you know, you're getting down on yourself because you, you don't feel like can, you can do it and it's fearful, it is all those things. You are correct. 
it's true how difficult it is. You're, what you're feeling is accurate. Just don't say, I can't do it. Some of this is time, right? There are things in my way that I want to move, that I want somebody to move for me. But the only thing that is going to move these obstacles sometimes is time. And knowing, getting more in tune with yourself and, and realizing and getting to the point where you know what you can actively start to move and what is going to need time to process before you're able to move it or it moves itself based on your level of acceptance. Finding that balance within yourself is so important. But the thing that keeps us from finding that balance is when we come down hard on ourselves. I can't get this. I can't figure it out. I'm not moving forward. That negative talk will definitely put the brakes on. Accepting it, allowing it to be there, and allowing, telling yourself, it's okay that I can't get a handle on this today. I can't move this. It's not moving for me. That is normal. That is a normal part of the process. And I'm not saying to, to bury it and walk away and not think that it's there. You know, check in with it. But acknowledge the fact that, you know, there are things I want right this second that no matter what I do, I'm not going to be able to obtain them. So I can sit here and be completely frustrated with myself, which will lead to anger and disappointment. Or I can say, you know what, that's just not happening today. This is what I want to work towards. I can see how I want to be and how I want to feel. And I'm going to slowly work towards that in my heart and my mind until these things are small enough for me to move through them. I just have to start chipping away slowly by acknowledging they're there and accepting that they're there and not beat myself in the process for not being able to move them. Some things are time. There's a grieving process when you pull away that layer and you... <laughs> You see it so clear for what it is. And then I look back at myself and I'm like, you were, you know, you weren't a good human to yourself and the people around you because you were acting a certain way because of this. And I feel shame and humiliation and, and exposed. And it's like, well, if I see this now, can others see this? And I don't like how this feels. I have to grieve that. I can't beat myself up for it. I have to have some empathy or, and sympathy and compassion for myself. She so has to grieve. I have to cry about it. I have to feel bad about it. I have to feel the hurt and the pain about it. And I have to let that out. And then as I grieve it, I'm owning it. And then we can get through it. I can't just sit here and snap my fingers and go, okay, I'm grieved. This is, it's been grieved. It's a process, you know, and then hopefully you will run into these people and or reach out to them and, you know, find the strength to go into that vulnerability and extend yourself in a way where you may be completely trashed by the other person, but offering, you know, an apology and an explanation. 
you know, that, that completes the grieving process. And that's a case by case basis. Sometimes, you know, you can't be doing it just to absolve yourself. So you have to kind of um, judge each situation based on it, its own understanding of this may not be what this other person wants to hear or feel right now. Um, so there's really no hardcore rule with that. But grieving, once you see what it is, once you feel bad about it, once you go into the feelings and the emotions and the pain and the sadness and, and, and grieve it and, and integrate it, then things will start to move and they won't feel as difficult. But do not beat yourself up. You know, uh, uh, feel it, get into it, lean into it, and just let those feelings just absorb them. And, and then they're not hidden, they're not buried, and they're not running your life anymore. And when that feeling comes up again, you're going to know where to point. You're going to go, oh, this is familiar. I've grieved this. I know what this is. I do not have to react this way. You're not going to have that conversation. Your, your body and your soul is just going to know it instantaneously. So keep doing the work. I know it's difficult. And the further you get, the harder it is, but the stronger you are as you do it. Just be kind to yourself going through it. And that next layer will show itself when it's supposed to. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at joeryan.com. Follow me on Instagram at joeryan. And if you want, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be great. All right, take care.